0: Looking for some super sizzling, hot takey type of commentary on what the Penguins need to do going into game five tonight at PPG Paints Arena. You absolutely unequivocally have come to the wrong place because it's just not that complicated. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates right where you found this one. Penguins versus Islanders again tonight 7:08 p.m. face off, a face off that the Penguins almost certainly will lose based on the way this series has gone so far, and only winning 17 of 50 of them in Game 4. My goodness. But the thing is, that's not all that went wrong in Game 4. Pretty much everything except the goaltending went wrong. I just don't see anything in that game that can't be explained away by the Penguins just not having it, and this does happen. If you go back to Game 3, and the start of Game 3 in particular, first 10 minutes, let's do that. I thought being in that building with those fans, even though they weren't anywhere near as loud or rowdy or whatever as they were back in 2019, in part because the building was also half-empty, I thought you would see the Islanders just come out the way they did eventually in the third period. I I thought that's what you'd see from the outset. It was nothing of the kind. It was so quiet in that place. And the Islanders themselves were quiet, and they just kind of stayed back. And the Penguins were the aggressors. The Penguins had the puck. The Penguins went at them in their own way. The Penguins were more physical not just in throwing hits, but in terms of winning all the puck battles, uh, making sure that they're getting to the puck with multiple sticks and all that other Mike Sullivany type of stuff. They did all of that. You know the ridiculous hockey phrase, uh, weather the storm? You've heard that one? Well, we knew we had to go out there and weather the storm because they would be coming at us at the beginning. Who ever thought of this ridiculous thing? Who ever thought it would be a good idea for a coach to say or another player to say in a locker room before the game, you know what, those guys are really going to come out flying. We need to weather the storm. Why not just be the storm? You know, who who decides who gets to be the storm? Like, there's like a narrative that's passed out before the game, a a semi-script. The Penguins decided before game three they were going to be the storm. And then they came out and rained all over everything, if you want to continue the the parable there. This is a hockey team that's capable of doing this. They've done this a lot this season. They've been a pretty good first-period team, going pretty much back to February. They've gotten a lot of first goals. They've gotten a lot of leads from February onward. They didn't at all in January. They're comfortable... In being the storm. They have a lot of guys with that storm mentality. Not just Brandon Tanev. They've got a bunch of them. And that's really, that's really it. That's what needs to happen in this game tonight. It's not all that Layered. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by Fubo TV. Monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is just 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels including AT&T SportsNet Pittsburgh. There's no risk, no contracts, cancel anytime. You get free DVR. There's no such thing as installation because it's an internet thing. And best of all for listening to this program, our listeners get a 7-day free trial and 15% Off your first month by going to Fubotv.com slash DK. One more time, it's Fubotv.com slash DK to get 15% off your first month. I mentioned the face offs. The Penguins aren't the greatest face off team, they've been cleaned by the Flyers at different points in the season. They've been cleaned by the Bruins, with Patrice Bergeron taking a lot of draws. And the Islanders got to them. The Islanders aren't great on draws. But when you win 17 out of 50, you're just not bearing down. You're not all there. Maybe it's physical. Maybe it's mental. Maybe it's both. Maybe it's that you had the two games to one lead. But you're not all there. When you generate the kind of scoring chances in high danger scoring areas that the penguins did, and you don't get off shots that come with real conviction, with real gusto, and we saw that principally from the top line. And within that from Jake Gensel and Brian Russ, where they're taking these little flicks like from nowhere. Like I get it, it worked against Semyon Varlamov whatever, four games ago. Those aren't going to do anything. You need your best shooters to bear down, and they didn't. Why? Didn't have it. Just didn't have it. How about the defensive breakdowns? Right off the bat, there was a really, really good chance for Anthony Beauvillier. Do you remember this? In In the high slot, he just waltzed in on Tristan Jari completely alone. Like there wasn't anyone around him. Simple pass off the boards. And all the Penguins had all their eyeballs on the boards. And next thing you know, Beauvilliers just coasting. How did that happen for a team that hadn't been doing anything of the kind for months? I mean, we have seen the Penguins pretty much do away with the ugly defensive breakdowns that referencing January again go back to the beginning of the season when they were all too common same thing with the odd man breaks and breakaways look they they happen occasionally to everybody but the Penguins did a great job, great job collectively as a team and I'm including the coaches in this in clamping down on that and then just like that On Saturday, none of it was there. Why? They didn't have it. One player on the entire roster had it, and that was Tristan Jari. But the group overall didn't. I can't know why. Maybe the beds were not comfortable for the Penguins at the Long Island Marriott. That's where I was staying i thought the bed was fine but maybe it didn't work for anybody else maybe they you know got up all creaky and cranky and whatever else who knows but they didn't have it maybe it's the afternoon thing i hate bringing up stuff like that it seems silly but they've never been a good daytime team so whatever the game happened they didn't have it when the penguins have had it they've been a better team the islanders six out of eight in the regular season two out of three before that fiasco in game four what they need to do tonight is to reclaim it okay and to me that means being the storm it's your home rink these are your home fans You were winning games, tons of games, almost all of the games, even before the fans returned. Go to the ice before warm-ups. Look around. Remember where you are. Remember all the success you've had there. Remember that other teams don't particularly like coming there. And remember who needs to be the storm. That's it. That's the it. That needs to come back. When we return, just one question. back it's time for just one question and that's brought to you on this program always by our friends at the greater pittsburgh community food bank where they are committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western pennsylvania and in turn the food bank needs your help visit pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out how one dollar from you is all it takes to produce five full meals one more time one dollar is all it takes for five full meals for those in need, pittsburghfoodbank.org. Question comes from Zach, who asks, so is Sullivan ever going to change his lines? Does he realize that's allowed? Rust and Gensel have been utter crap all series, and yet Sullivan keeps trotting them out there with Crosby. Gensel leads the series in shots on goal. So to suggest that he's been utter crap is, in addition to being kind of you know crass and disrespectful, inaccurate. Uh, he's gotten shots off. They haven't been great shots. He hasn't been robbed on shots. As I referenced earlier, especially in Game 4, there was a real lack of bearing down by both of these players. The shots they took were weak shots. And these guys need to be scoring goals. If they aren't scoring goals, they aren't adding a whole lot to your team. You will not see Sullivan change the lines. You will not see Sullivan push a panic button that large and that red after one loss in Game 4 in which, as he knows and he acknowledged, they didn't have it. They weren't themselves. His belief is going to be that when these guys are themselves, including Gensel and Rust, that they'll be fine, that they'll generate their offense, and they'll help the team win. I happen to agree with that in this moment. But a lot of things change once your back is against the wall that's when you do have to start pushing buttons that you're not comfortable pushing. And we saw that in the bubble last year when the Penguins faced elimination to the Canadians, the 24th seed in a 24-team tournament, and Sullivan did what was previously unthinkable in benching Matt Murray in favor of Tristan Jari. So elimination will prompt desperation and it should they're not there the penguins are a better hockey team when they have sid jake and rust going and they're going to need those guys to get going if they advance past this series they are generating offense they're generating shots they're generating chances they're generating high danger chances what they haven't generated is goals They've got two of them at 5-on-5. They've got a 4.89 shooting percentage. That's terrible for anybody who doesn't track shooting percentages casually. They need to find a way to finish the chances that they get. Oh, and you know one other thing? They also need to crash up a little bit, you know? Get up there. Get in the Islanders' goaltender kitchen. That's Ilya Sorokin, I'm sure, for the game tonight get up there. I'm not going to be naive here and and think that you're going to see them, you know, turn into Patrick Hornquist with the snap of a finger. But they're allowed to get ugly goals, too. And they've gotten ugly goals, all of them, all three of them throughout their career. Well, get a couple more. It would make a huge, huge difference, way more than if you were to see some kind of gimmicky line changes for the sake of changes and Asking players to get acclimated to guys that they're not used to playing with in a game five in a pivotal game five within a two-two series, that that doesn't add up for me, it just doesn't. I appreciate the question, Zach. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins, and we'll do another one tomorrow, and we will be discussing a Pittsburgh victory because remember that I picked penguins at six, and I'm not backing off of that, I'm just not.